Hello, friends. Welcome to the Career Guru Podcast. I am your host, Steve Yanofsky. What a glorious day it is to start your path on a new career. Doors are opening here at the Boston Career Institute even as we speak. And I'm here holding the key for you. So tune in, stay sharp, and enjoy yourself. This is going to be great. Hashtag Let's Career Up. Hello, my dear friends. This is your career guru speaking to you. I'm coming across sound waves all across the fruited plain to deliver the goods for all the aspiring career gurus today. It has come to my attention through various emails that I've been receiving from people that learning itself requires learning. So it's imperative for us to learn how to learn. And I decided to devote several episodes of the Career Guru podcast to the actual process of learning, how to learn, learning to learn, which is a big deal for us adults. We have long since forgotten what learning is, what learning is all about. So let us talk about what learning is and what's involved in becoming an effective learner, someone who is able to incorporate the knowledge that emanates from various teachers out there, from, other, from various sources of knowledge, and to be able to incorporate it into your everyday life so it becomes a part of you. This is the entire goal of the Career Guru podcast, to actually steer people towards success in their careers, which can only be accomplished through effective learning. Many people have failed at this enterprise. This is not where we're going to be going. We're going to be going towards success. In order for us to understand all of this, let us first talk about what exactly is learning, who are learners, what's involved, the different components. They're a little bit spiritual, and these concepts are somewhat lofty, but I will do my very best to explain and expound on them as we go through the Career Guru podcast. It took me some time to understand that, and don't get me wrong, I did not come up with these concepts myself. I got them from others, and I, I am grateful for the teachers in my life who have inspired me to learn and to accept the way of learning, and I'm here to share that with you. So let's talk about the process of learning, where it comes from, how does one succeed in it, and who benefits from learning? So who actually benefits from learning? Well, the primary beneficiary of learning, of course, is the learner. But the key words here, primary beneficiary, that means that there are other beneficiaries. The primary beneficiary, of course, is the person who is acquiring the knowledge. But not just the learner benefits, also the teacher and the community at large. The teacher, of course, benefits financially or spiritually, emotionally from teaching. And of course, the teacher gets to perfect their knowledge and their craft through teaching, which is an important concept of being a learner too. But I'll address that later as we move forward with absorbing this information. The other beneficiaries of learning and learners are the community at large. These are the people that surround you, people who watch you learn, people who watch you absorb the knowledge and incorporate that. This gives people the strength to move forward. They look at you and they say, hey, well, if the career guru did it, maybe I can do that too. This is something that we must understand that everyone benefits from learning. The learner himself or herself 
will benefit the most. How, what is the benefit of learning? Well, first and foremost, the benefit of learning is your own personal joy of attaining knowledge. But attaining knowledge for the sake of a joy is not where it's at. Okay, it's only a small part of it. Some There are some people out there who we refer to affectionately as career students who spend their time learning for the sake of learning and they do nothing with it. They have lots of certificates hanging on the walls, but they're still living in somebody's basement. They're constantly seeking self-improvement yet do nothing about it. This is not who we are. Not a single member of, uh, of this audience or the aspiring career gurus are in this particular boat. We're all here to acquire knowledge, skills, in order to better ourselves financially, physically, and emotionally. It's the combination, it's the union of these three things that make learning a success. Understanding, why am I spending this time telling you who benefits from it? Because there is a benefit to learning. It is, the, the, it is your selfish, if, if you want to call it that, a need to succeed, to improve your lot that will drive you towards success. This is where we are. Let's discuss what a learner is. Learner is made up of two parts, the biological entity, your human body, and the learner's spirit, soul, if you want to call it that, body and spirit body and spirit. I'm going to try to stay away from spiritual conversations, but yet one cannot deny the fact that body is body and spirit is spirit. And the two must work together to achieve success in learning. See, the body doesn't necessarily learn. Body is the vehicle. Like a car without a driver doesn't really do much. Of course, today we have driverless cars, but still some intelligence is controlling it, or at least we hope that it does. In this particular case, we have the human body, which is the vehicle. The body itself has its own requirements. The body requires a safe place, shelter, food, comfort, which is very important for learning. Without having these things, it is nearly impossible to learn. So the body is a very selfish thing. It likes comfort. It prefers complacency. You yourself know what it is. Instead of going to the gym, for example, we prefer to lay down on the couch with a slice of pizza watching television. And yet something inside of us is eating away and says, come on, put down the pizza, let's go exercise. Or something inside of us says, hey, instead of watching television or listening to music, let's do something a little bit more inspiring. For what purpose? What is driving that particular thing? Why? It's our spirit. The spirit wants to go and do things, and the body really doesn't, unless the body wants seven-layer cake, unless the body wants ice cream, unless the body wants the cheeseburger. Then the body will reach to most amazing heights in order to get that which it so desperately craves. There's other things, of course, that the body craves that we will do all sorts of crazy things for, but let's stick to seven-layer cake. Let's stick to the basics, something that we can all appreciate and visualize. And of course, I use seven-layer cake as, a, as an example. Uh, ice cream, chocolate, a nap, I don't know, anything that you may crave. What have you done in your life to go and get it? 
you really went to town. I don't know about you. I remember riding my my bike for miles in the winter during a snowstorm to get that which I was looking for. And I know you have your own personal stories that you can sort of chuckle about. But yeah, the body wants it. The body's going to go and get it. But mostly the body wants to take a nap. Body wants to sleep. Body wants to conserve its energy. Body doesn't really want to go out of its own way. It is the spirit that will drive it forward. The spirit is not an earthly entity. Spirit is spiritual. It's from out there somewhere. The spirit wants to reach lofty heights. It wants to learn. It's that spiritual side of learning, the pursuit of knowledge by itself that it is looking for. Now, then it is going to use this knowledge for something. That's this particular set. It Spirit is the domain of thought. Thought. What exactly is thought? Thought is something that makes us who we are. I mean, who are we as people? I mean, think about that for a second. In the core, in the inner essence of a human being, it is what we think and what we feel that makes up the human being. I don't mean I feel hungry. No, that's not what I feel. It's how I respond emotionally. It's the emotion. It's, emotion is not a biological thing. Yes, it exhibits itself in the human body as some kind of a feeling of pleasure or delight. Okay, but mostly it is a spiritual thing. It is, it is, it is a concept that is very difficult to grasp when we're closed in this meat bag that is the human body. But it's that spirit that drives us forward. Now, the learning and the learner is the fusion of the biology and the spirit, the thought. When you bring these two together and they work together to achieve a common goal, then the learner is unstoppable. And I want you to understand that it's, it's that biological entity that has cravings, that has needs to sustain life, to improve its living conditions, to improve its nutritional requirements that will come against its nature together, fuse itself with the spiritual side of the learner, come together and the spiritual side will tell, will bribe the body and say, hey, don't you want that cheeseburger? Don't you want that ice cream? But you can't afford it now, can you? No, you can't. Don't you want to live in a better house? And the body will say, yeah, yeah, I do. And now the spirit is talking and says, all right, all right, all right. Now, what does that involve from you? Well, here's the disagreement. Here, here's where the two of them begin to come together. The spirit is now bribing the body with a cheeseburger. And it says, hey, you want that cheeseburger? You want that ice cream? You want that milkshake? You want to eat it, drink it in a nicer apartment. Okay, here's what you're going to do. And then make a deal, the two of them say, okay, I'm going to plop myself in front of a book or in front of a computer screen. And I'm going to devote my time. Instead of watching television, I am going to sit in front of a learning material. I'm going to listen to a guru like yours truly who is going to go on and on and on sharing his or her knowledge in cyberspace or in person or via a book. And you're going to sit there, the human body, while the soul, the spirit will receive its nourishment 
from the information that is out there for you. And the body is going to go out of its way. It's going to forego going out and eating that sandwich. Or it's going to eat that sandwich while it's reading the book. Or it's going to eat the sandwich while you're driving in the car, going to work while listening to someone's lecture. It's this particular deal. When the spirit joins the body and together they drive forward. That's what generates success in learning. Your success is assured when the body is taken care of and the spirit is taken care of. And they're going about it together to achieve its common goal. Otherwise, the two are completely and totally disinterested in one another. The spirit is not interested in biological pleasures. The spirit is not interested in earthly pleasures. Just like the body says, I couldn't care less about your learning. I couldn't care less about your lofty ideas. I certainly don't care about that. But together, when one bribes the other and says, hey, do this for me, and I'll certainly get you the ability to purchase that burger, and you'll be eating it in style in that new car after you get that raise at work. And the body says, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. Now that we talked a little bit about this, let us talk a little bit about the actual spirit. What is that spirit, that spirit of learning, that non-physical, non-tangible side of the learner, which is that thing that's going to absorb all that knowledge? Very hard to quantify spirit, spirit is spirit, it is some kind of energy, but it's much easier to understand it. Think about it in these terms. Spirit can be clothed or dressed in three garments. While we can't see what that spirit is, that driving force, we can certainly, it's like the invisible man. The invisible man from the book is invisible unless he puts on a coat, right? All right, you've seen that in cartoons or in movies, an invisible man puts on a coat and all of a sudden you don't see arms or legs, but you can see the coat walking around. Well, imagine a spirit having three garments, by which the spirit expresses itself. See, spirit is able to express itself from the human body, from the learner's perspective, through these three garments. They are thought, speech, and action. All of these three things are the domain of the spirit. This is it. Thought, speech, and action. In other words, when you're learning, and we're still talking about learning, even though these topics are highly spiritual, highly spiritual in nature, we, we find evidence of this in almost all of the uh, uh, religious writings in every faith. Thought, speech, and action are the attributes, are not, not, sorry, not the attributes, they are the garments of the spirit of the learner, or spirit in general. Thought, speech, and action. Thought, it's that constant, ever-present, always-on source of knowledge that's always present. It's on all the time. It doesn't sleep. It doesn't require anything. It's there. By thought, I also mean the source of knowledge. You see, knowledge is always all around you. It's there all the time, and it connects with your ability to think. We think when we sleep. That's why you have dreams. This thought the emanation of knowledge from someone, just like you're sitting listening to me right now. This is the emanation of knowledge for you. And it connects with these receptors that are saying, yeah, give it to me. 
give it to me, guru. I'm here and you'll be thinking about this all the time. Now, speech. Speech is an interesting attribute. Speech is the repetition of what it is that we have just heard. You see, you know that expression, in one ear, out the other? It's true. Unless you repeat that which you just heard, and that comes through speech. Thought or the emanation of knowledge is important, but it's wasted unless the learner speaks it. It doesn't exist. I mean, does a tree make a sound if no one is there to hear it? So that's the whole point. Once you hear something, you must speak it if it is to be absorbed. And now action or the incorporation of this original emanation of thought, its repetition through speech, and now the incorporation into everyday life. How does that sit with the learner? How does the learner experience or three? It's easy. You first hear the knowledge. Then you repeat the knowledge, meaning, hey, do your homework. And then action. You incorporate it into everyday life, which means teach somebody else or start using the knowledge in everyday life. It's, it's an amazing thing. I make great pancakes. My kids love my pancakes. How did I learn to make them? Well, my mother showed me how to make pancakes. After that, I tried to repeat making these pancakes. I wasn't successful the first time. I made something resembling some kind of a mess. Tried to eat it. Okay. All right. Trying it again and again. And then now I incorporate that into my everyday life and I can teach that skill to others. Now I can make pancakes in my sleep as well as many other things. But how did that work out? Only through these three garments of the spirit, thought, speech, and action. This is how we put it all together. I've been speaking for a while now. This is our introductory episode. This is our introductory lesson, if you will, in how to properly learn and absorb the information. I'm not going to bore you with too many details, but I will bring a little something into which is going to serve as a segue into our next episode of Learning to Learn. And that would be, how do we start? And in here, I, I'm going to quote the book of Psalms. Yeah, yeah. Every so often I peruse the book of Psalms. There's much knowledge, much wisdom in there. And in the book of Psalms 34, 14, it says, turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Wow. Powerful stuff. But how does that work for us as far as learning is concerned? Well, let's make a minor change. Let's take these words and change them just a little bit as it pertains to learning. Turn away from failure and embrace success. Seek knowledge and pursue it. Turn away from failure and embrace success. Seek knowledge and pursue it. What is failure? I can define failure as complacency. That's following the body's desire to conserve energy. Not doing anything is failure. Nothing good ever comes from doing nothing. So when you turn away from failure, when you turn away from complacency and embrace success, seek knowledge and pursue it, that's where it's at. It is the simple act, as the Psalms say, turn away from evil and do good. Very simple, just turn away. And once you turn away from complacency, you already took that 
original, you, you that first primary step towards your success. You have already succeeded, as a matter of fact. The moment you walked away from being complacent is the moment you succeeded. That is success in and of itself. If nothing else happens, you have already succeeded from walking away, from turning away from complacency. With that in mind, success is within your reach. That's where you are. And now you're on to seek knowledge. And that's where you're going to be. That's what's going to happen next. As soon as you turn away from complacency, as soon as you turn that first step towards success, you have already succeeded. And that, my dear friends, is the initial step to learning. We're going to talk about the speech repetition or action or incorporation into everyday life. This is going to be the focus of our following episodes on this topic. But for now, I want you to understand that there is this dichotomy within the human being between the biological side of the learner and the spiritual side of the learner who wants to succeed. It is something that you must bring together. And the, the two of them, two of these entities that really don't want to be together, they don't want to hang out together. They got nothing in common. One wants to chill and eat pizza, watch a mindless TV show, and the other wants to accomplish something lofty and spiritual and exciting. Nah, they don't get along unless they find common ground. That common ground is your personal, it's, it's, it's your ability to improve your life, the quality of your life, better food, better shelter, better vibes all around. Everybody's happy when your body is happy. And then the elated spirit, when they come together, there's no, no stopping it. That's why people want to dance at happy events. The body's happy, the spirit is happy. And in our case, as you achieve the primary goal of our career success, of learning for a better career, that's going to be that joyous event when your body and spirit are together, working towards a common goal, learning, succeeding, thriving. And on that note, I will end my first episode of these series. And we'll be back soon with the actual step-by-step -step instructions on how to learn. Well, friends and aspiring career gurus, this was fun. Thank you for tuning in. I feel enlightened. I feel empowered. And I'm feeling grateful that we spend time with you. For more information about Boston Career Institute, please visit our website, bostoncareer.org. Boston Career Institute has three campuses located in Brookline, Massachusetts, Malden, Massachusetts, and Lowell, Massachusetts. Call our toll-free number, 888-383-6058. For questions, comments, and or information about our podcast, email me at thecareerguru at bostoncareer.org. The Career Guru Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our website, bostoncareer.org, or wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe, stream, rate, and review our shows. Your rating and reviews help our show reach new audiences. Produced by PodPro Entertainment, The Career Guru lives within a network of podcasts located at podproentertainment.com. Hashtag the new radio. Looking forward to seeing you soon. All the best to you. My name is Steve Yanofsky. I am the career guru. May God bless you. Hashtag let's career up. <laughs>